0: I think the universe is shaped like a dong. Hey, Irwin, put Dunning-Kruger on for next episode, please.
1: He doesn't know who that is. Dunning-Kruger. Is your squirrel story supernatural or is it like everyday kind of... A video on
0: white holes, which... Um, it sounds dirty. It's not. It's the opposite of a black hole that sounds dirty, too.
1: It's not. This is sad. It's sad that I'm like this, but... I already saw a black hole. You showed me a black hole a few years ago, so why do I need to see another one? Until you can show me, like, you know, more definition and, like, you know, we can zoom in and we can see, like, the, 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 uh... (laughs) You just cut me off. (laughs) Shut up with this nonsense about the orange donut. I think I think Erwin wants to start. He's, <laughs> he's rotating his
0: finger in the air saying, wrap it up.
1: thought that meant that he needed a coach's challenge.
0: Is this the right... Are you starting this in the right place, Erwin? I thought there was, like, music. Aren't we supposed to have music? It's pretty... Like, what is this?
1: It's the black hole.
0: It's like we're listening to Beyond <laughs> the Event Horizon right now. Time dilation effects in action. Oh, there we go. There
1: we go, yeah. You are true. <laughs> All right, I think
0: we're starting. This is, this is the Men of Love podcast with Frisk Thornhill and Woody Stevens. All right. Yeah, you can pull it down now, Erwin. Erwin, pull the music down.
1: We're not, we're not dreaming anymore.
0: Uh, he's saying, "Okay, my timing was off." Are we do we need to restart this? We might need to restart this.
1: We probably do.
0: Podcast. You know what <laughs> we should
1: do is we should just delete all the episodes and just start over from the beginning. We should build a time machine, and go back and tell ourselves not to do this.
0: Yeah, right. Well, we have to. I mean, the, all the episodes are up. Right. Erwin, right? You got the, the other episodes up? Wait, I don't do even do, know
1: what we talked about. What
0: do you mean? Episodes one through three. Because this is episode four. We've done three other recordings, Irwin. Like, they, they should be up by now.
1: My favorite of those is actually episode 2. Uh where Anakin and uh Obi-Wan fight the uh the monsters in the in the coliseum. You like that part? Yeah, that's that's always been my favorite part.
0: Man, I can't get over the CGI. It ruins my suspension of disbelief. It's so bad.
1: <laughs> it's so bad. I you know, <laughs> I have this opinion about like Star Wars, Indiana Jones, uh Aliens, um any of those movies that I watched as a kid like if you give me new versions of them, new 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 chapters of them and stuff. I don't need them to be perfect. I just need them to give me that little kick of nostalgia a little bit for like a couple hours and I'm fine. Like The Jurassic everybody hates the Jurassic World trilogy even though they haven't even seen the third one yet yeah. and I'm just like why it's dinosaurs eating people what what's there yeah, what's not to love about it i'm i don't care if yeah. the characters like do the, the right thing or if that you know if if a character runs around in heels or not the dinosaurs eat people that's cool i want to see that so anyway
0: yeah it it sucks to be a creator and jean baudrillard's uh, post late capitalism cinema where there is no originality anymore. Everything is a simulation of
1: a simulation of a simulation. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to pretend like I know what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> well, <it's, laughs> you start throwing out French names and I just completely like, what? <laughs>
0: that was That was a sardonic joke.
1: You know, I got it. i i I got that it was a joke i just didn't get you know my stupid dumbass head doesn't understand it but i'm good at faking it by laughing i'm always good at faking like i know what i'm talking about that's what other people are talking about
0: yeah that's cool that's why we're here we're here to laugh hopefully (laughs) at each other uh yeah i mean so we had just talked about long ago in a galaxy far far away Mm -hmm. In a galaxy a little bit closer to home, our own galaxy, news Mm -hmm. was released this week of the black hole in the center of our galaxy, the Sagittarius A photo, a.k.a. the orange donut.
1: The orange donut.
0: Yeah. You had some thoughts in the introduction to this
1: episode. Yeah. I was just saying, like, look, I realize it's a big deal. Like we just got the first photo of a black hole, what, two years ago? What was that 2020 that, that, that came out? The first yeah, one? That's a few years ago, a couple of years ago. So it was a big deal, right? That's yep. that's amazing. I, so I see I saw that. So I don't need to see the next one. Like I don't care about that. Like I want don't wake me up until you've got like a, a good picture that's like I can see, you know, detail. I don't need to see the same image, even though it's a it's a different black hole it is care.
0: that's remarkable to me,
1: yeah, but you're smart <laughs> i'm just a dumb <laughs> i'm just a dumbass that's like
0: who you call it uh, smart man
1: you know, I got more important things to worry about well like okay. basketball basketball scores n f l draft those are those are the important things,
0: yeah uh, sure, sure, sure there are. There are unpopular nerds around the planet that are celebrating this photo, though, and I'm celebrating with them.
1: I'm happy. I'm happy that we found another black hole. I'm just, I'm not going to get too excited about it. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I get excited about it. Uh, You know, but it made me think, (laughs) if I were a flat earther, what would I think about I mean it's not just one black hole As you said that has been Filmed There are two black holes Filmed
1: As a flat earther How do you respond to that Uh Wait are you saying I'm a flat earther <laughs> I don't <laughs> know I'm are not. you <laughs> Okay dang, uh, My, my thing Erwin, okay. You got me the wrong <laughs> person. We need a flat earther Erwin. <laughs> Uh, I just, okay. So to me, if you are a flat earther, you are just someone who is willfully ignorant. You are, uh, you're purposefully, uh, being a dumbass. I'm sorry. Uh, I can walk outside and tell the world is not flat by with my freaking eyeballs. Right. <laughs> um, I, I love that video. You, you go on Google and you can, uh, I think if you search something like, you know, flat earther proves himself wrong. Uh, it's a video of this guy and he's doing like this experiment with like a camera and, you know, like if, it's, and a light particle and stuff. And if, if the earth was round, I wouldn't be able to see the light through this hole with my camera and stuff. And then like, he can't see it. And he's like, Oh, like he proves himself wrong. And yet, he immediately starts rationalizing it in his head or he starts rationalizing it to the camera. And I'm like, this is exactly what a flat earther is is somebody who is shown proof of something and just willfully, I don't care about that. I'm just going to say, I'm just going to always believe what I believe. And I th- honestly, you know, I'll say that and I'll mock that person, but there, there's a lot of, a lot of that going on in a lot of different areas of society now where people just, you can show them evidence that their theory or their belief is wrong. And they're just going to keep believing that because that it kind of makes them feel good to believe that. And I'm talking political spectrum all over the board, you know, science, math, whatever there's people in every area of life that have that mindset of just like, I believe this there's, I don't care if you like, you know, you know, the whole thing of like, I believe the sky's purple and you can't point me to the sky. And sh- I see that it's blue. I'm still going to believe it's purple.
0: Yeah. Yeah. You know, I saw something at Walmart today. It was the fabric of fiction. It was the soft. Of fiction. It was soft, velvety, warm and welcoming. And it was cheap. So did I, picked, you, I picked some up. Did you
1: have the, uh, the, the jingle in your head The touch The feel The fabric of all lives Oh man, somebody's
0: gonna sue us for that Thanks, Woody Is Ruby.
1: that a <laughs> That's a I, You know, I think we're under the six second uh, Rule or whatever that stupid rule is about Copyright
0: Yeah, that's Ruin had to stop a stopwatch. She timed it He was on the ball with that In my lonely, nerdist ways, I've been listening to a few um, lectures by Leonard Susskind on the holographic principle.
1: I love his song, Sweet Home Alabama. It's great. Did he do that? Yeah. Yep. Okay, is Stephen Hawking in that song too? No, Stephen Hawking was the one that had the... uh, didn't he have the Disney Plus show last year? He was like in the Avengers. Was he in the Avengers? Know. Yeah, he was in the Avengers, I think. He was like that one that shoots the arrows. Stephen Hawking. Did he
0: give Tony Stark the time travel algorithm? He did, didn't
1: he? Am I missed, uh, like, Am I remembering? No, that,
0: the that med- was Shrek,
1: right? Shrek helped Tony Stark do time travel? But anyway, uh, back to what before I took us on this whole journey by trying to make stupid jokes about the Avengers. You um, were reading a book by Leonard
0: Skinner. I'm into lectures by Leonard Susskind in Holographic Principle.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And I've, I'm kind of leaning towards being
1: a flat universer. So, So here's my thing. I think the universe is shaped like a dong, like a, like a penis. You're talking about, and, and I'm, I'm only halfway joking. I think the universe is a cylinder and I have no, I'm not, I'm not smart. I don't have any scientific you know, education or anything to back this up. But if you think about it, it kind of makes sense that the universe would be because, like, for instance, there's this, you know, we've all heard the saying, time is a flat circle, right? You've heard that before? Wow, Time wait. is a flat circle?
0: No, I haven't. That's... Just go
1: with me. You've never heard that?
0: Okay, no, but go... Okay, I'm with you. I'm with you.
1: So, a few, it, it became very popular a few years ago when the show, the HBO show, True Detective, came out, and Matthew McConaughey's character is talking about how he's a detective, and, like, basically in his life, like all of his cases kind of circle back on each other. Like you'll have a case and then 10 years later, he'll have a very similar case kind of thing. That's what he's, he's talking about. And he's talking about the main case in the show, how it, how it resembles a case that he did 20 years in the past. And anyway, but it's a saying that I'd heard before that, like, and it's basically, you know, time is an infinite, time is a loop. right. Um, you've, you've, You're familiar with that concept, right? I have. I don't agree with it, but. You don't agree with it? Okay. Well, I kind of agree with it because I see it in my life, like just, you know, similarities between things that happen 10, 15 years apart and stuff like, and so my theory is that it's not a, the universe is not a flat circle. It is a cylinder. It's a 3d circle where like, and I believe that I'm not this kind of person that believes that uh, human beings are doomed. I feel like in 100 years or so, we're going to reach the point where we can leave this planet and we're not going to be leaving to go settle on another planet. We're going to be leaving to go populate the universe, right? We may be discovering other alien species out there, but we might actually be the only, you know, advanced, like we might be the, the most advanced species in the universe right now. Let's just, let's just go with that for a second. And we're going out Moana style to go plant our tribes on all these uh, all these islands, and uh, we're gonna actually sing the song, you know, away, uh, away. Anyway, um, <laughs> and I think that we're gonna discover at some point. We can't figure it out right now because we're we only we can only see uh, black holes as orange donuts, um, but we're gonna discover that the further we go out into the universe the closer we're going to get back to where we started and we're just going to realize that the universe is a cylinder maybe a sphere if you want to put it that way so
0: frisk thornhill says the universe is flat woody stevens says the universe is a dong yes nice
1: i'm going we're going to get t-shirts printed for that we're going
0: to inspire some <laughs> phd candidates
1: That's going to be our first t-shirt, our first merch as a podcast. The universe is a dong. I mean, I'm not (laughs) going to say you're wrong. Well, I'm absolutely wrong. You can say (laughs) it. (laughs) I'm not right about anything.
0: If we could place ourselves like an ant on the interior wall of that dong, it might seem flat to us. You know who you sound like right now. A complete nut job. You sound like a flat earther. Well, that's kind of my thing. I don't know. I obviously I don't believe the Earth is flat. I mean, duh. <laughs> but the the universe might be flat. I mean, I, okay. So I don't I don't know any flat earthers personally, but this is the kind of stuff I'd like to talk about with them. Like, mm-hmm. what do you think? Of the universe having a two-dimensional topology Where all the information that you see in these higher dimensions Simply compress down to a two-dimensional
1: manifold I mean, it's mm.
0: possible
1: Okay, so uh, I gotta ask you this question before we go any further Like, uh, what's your stance on chemtrails? Um, jet trails Maybe
0: nothing more than that
1: Okay, so that's so, this, this, I'll say this. Like, um, if it came out tomorrow that the government was putting chemicals in the jet, in the trails of jet liners and stuff to mind control us, I would be shocked. Because. I would be too. <laughs> because what I know about the government, right? Like, uh, the government. I'm not gonna get into how I know this, but the government is a big, giant, poorly functioning beast.
0: Yeah, I think it's right? like government's a drunken frat party.
1: The government is my body, right? It's not working the way it's supposed to. And I'm not doing anything as my brain and me as the controller of my body is not doing the things that should make it work better. I'm, In fact, I constantly, do the things that I know are gonna make it work worse because they make me feel good for a few minutes. That's what the government is. So to me, if the government was actually trying, was actually being successful in mind controlling us, I'd be super shocked. Um, But if it came out that they were trying things like that, it wouldn't shock me because obviously we have history of trying chemicals to, to mind control and all that stuff I mean um, you know MKUltra and stuff like that um, but the reason why I went into chemtrails is because she said I don't know a flat earth I do know someone who will has had in-depth conversations with me trying to convince me that the chemtrails are controlling our minds and I've had I've said I've made that same case to him this is not possible it's possible that they're trying it's not possible that they're doing it and like I said with the flat earthers from what I've seen it's like these are people who just can't they cannot accept any kind of reality that does not fit what they've already they they have you know what is the word that I'm looking for that everything is confirmation bias if if it if it confirms their bias they're gonna believe it if it doesn't then that's that's bullshit that they can't get with um so when i when I think of what a flat earther would think of the universe of the um black hole photo um i just, i mean like honestly uh, We're not looking at a 3D photo of the black hole. We're looking at a 2D photo of the black hole. So it kind of fits in their, in their wheelhouse. You know what I'm saying?
0: I figured they'd say that.
1: Yeah. I'm surprised that you like, I mean, are you truly like, you think that the universe is like, when Um, you say flat, you don't mean like, I'm trying to, I'm trying to wrap my head around this. Well, so here, let's, let me, maybe this will help. Um, there is a,
0: there's a paradox in geographic mapping, and I can't remember the name of it offhand. Uh, Irwin, hey, can you look that up uh, maybe put it on the monitor? Well, okay. Look, when you come back from the ba- bathroom, can you do that, <laughs> Okay, He's
1: not even in there?
0: Well, he's on his way to the bathroom. Sorry to bother you. I mean, we're trying to do a podcast. We want to interrupt early. bathroom. Dude, how
1: hard is it to pee beforehand? Jeez.
0: Apparently. This, this apparently, is he's, like every podcast. He's rehydrating. Now I lost my train of thought.
1: You were talking about... Uh...
0: Thanks, Erwin. Damn it.
1: Do you, we're at about the 30 minute mark. But, do you want to go ahead and move on to horror the, movies? Oh, no,
0: I wanted, because I was going to tie it in. I was going to tie it in. Uh, okay. What, what was it you got to wrap it up. Yeah. You need to rewind that segment. Okay. You asked me if I really believe in the flat universe. Okay. That's what it was. Yeah. Do
1: you really believe in, I was talking about really the
0: paradox be- that I forgot about that. I almost forgot about again because I asked <clears throat> Erwin to look it up. And he's busy, so (laughs) we won't repeat that. But, yeah, so the idea is, think about it. If you go to the boundary of a nation, just imagine the boundary of, say, Texas. Mm -hmm. And if you were to physically. Wait a minute.
1: Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Yeah. You also believe that Texas is a sovereign nation? Dude, you're getting really. Next, you're going to tell me you're MAGA.
0: Now give it, <laughs> give it like twenty years. I think it probably will be.
1: But anyway, go ahead, go yeah, ahead. But the idea
0: is, if you were to measure the the boundary of around Texas that identifies the state of Texas, there's a paradox that unfolds. If you can imagine, if you if your measuring stick was a mile long, and you slapped a mile long measuring stick around the border of Texas, you would get one measurement. But if your measuring stick was an inch long and you were to measure every inch along the boundary, you would come up with a larger size of the border. And is it that the border got bigger between the two measurements? No, it's the way something is measured quantizes its length in some way because of all the little yeah. nooks and crannies in the in the border if you so you need yeah. a really see, small yeah right i get what you're
1: saying i get what
0: you're saying so the the idea with the flat universe is that if you try to measure the dimensions of the universe with smaller and smaller rulers the dimensionality that we see every day tends to resolve into smaller dimensions
1: so here's the deal. Okay, maybe maybe we're just picturing it differently, but like we have scientific evidence to show that here's the sun, right? And roughly
0: for for the our, orbit for our audio-only listeners, yeah. he is dancing on one foot with his <laughs> with his leg <laughs> being the earth and his other hand yeah. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: um, so imagine, yeah, I'll try to describe it a little bit better. So imagine, okay, here, ball, a big orange ball—that's the sun. And science tells us that roughly, along the plane, like if you're looking, if you're looking straight at the sun, roughly along the same plane, stretching out bits of Mercury, Venus, or Mars, Jupiter, Saturn, blah blah blah, right. But then, science also tells us that the the rotation, the the uh, the orbit of Pluto, which I don't know, is it a planet still? Or did, I thought that it came back to being a planet. Now it's not a planet. I, think, I don't know. I anyway, think they
0: called it an asteroid, just a really big. It's, asteroid. it's some
1: kind of it's it's something, but its orbit around the sun is not on the same plane as all the others. Yeah. Which is probably why they kicked it out, because being different. It rotates at more of like a, I believe, I want to say like 15 to 20 degree angle to the other orbits, right? And you can also scientifically prove that this this group of planets is over here off that's like to the northeast. Let's, if we're just looking straight, it's, it's off to the northeast. And then we have another one over here to the southeast. And uh, then there's one over... But we can, we can scientifically see evidence that, that shows that we're not looking at a flat plane, right? That there's, things are moving up and down across, you know, all over. So <clears throat> So if I were to take off from the earth and go this way, I would eventually hit a planet. If I take off and go the other way, I would eventually hit another planet. If I take off and go yet a third way, I'll eventually hit another planet. And all three of those ways are different, you know, different trajectories. They're not all on the same plane. So how can you think that that's that's why I think that the universe basically folds up back on itself is because like. You know, like maybe it's just my my feeble mind of just that's what I know as a as a as a uh, sentient being that lives on a sphere. That I think at some point, if I start walking this way, I'm going to end up back where I am, right? Yeah. So it's just, that's how I, how I would picture the universe. And I say a cylinder, I say a dong, but it's really more of a, more of a sphere Yeah. in yeah. my mind. Yeah, it's weird though. The
0: only flaw in that, <laughs> the only flaw, there's only one flaw. There's only one, yeah. But it's that the universe is expanding, and at the fringes, is ex- it's expanding at the speed of a light. So it's highly improbable that you could actually go one direction in the universe, and you'd end up coming back around the other side. Because the whole thing is accelerating towards the speed of light.
1: I got a retort. I'm just working through in my head. (laughs) So, I really don't have anything to say.
0: (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) It probably,
1: like I said, I, I have no scientific evidence to back this up. I just have what I see. Which puts me right on the same level as a flat earther. You have presented to me evidence that my theory is wrong. And yet I'm dismissing it and saying my theory is right. I'm just not, I'm not even going to try to argue it. I'm just dismissing it.
0: Hey, hey, Irwin, we need to, hey, put a, put a Dunning-Kruger on for next episode, please. He doesn't know who that is. Dunning Kruger. That's know? the guy
1: from the... the he's got the knives on his hand. Comes in your dreams. You know him. Yeah. <laughs> Dunning, nobody knows Dunning Kruger.
0: Okay, well, look, we'll put it on for episode five. You can look it up later, Irwin. Um, we need to Wait, focus. what
1: episode? What... It- why? Are, okay, I, I got a question. What? Yeah. What
0: episode are we? Oh, we've been rec- we've been recording episode four.
1: This is episode four. Yeah. A new hope.
0: Yep. I thought it was appropriate after what we've been through. Erwin says the other three aren't even published yet. They vanished what? into a singularity. I don't know. He's just bringing <laughs> me this news. It was up to him. That's that's
1: <laughs> that's the picture that we have the orange donut is our our other three episodes (laughs) they collapsed into each other and created a black hole
0: a white hole maybe episode four is the white hole the okay i'm i'm just reaching yeah i don't know i watched a video on white holes before we started this so okay we dude i don't want
1: to know about your i don't want to know about your porn hub so uh
0: so, Yeah, Your Lust VPN <laughs> is one of our sponsors, by the way. I'm still uh, on the board about having Your Lust VPN as a sponsor. <laughs> but I mean, maybe we can move on to better sponsors. Um, no, Erwin, let's not do the sponsors right now. Let's just get through. Look, we, I've got notes and my compost stained fingers. I've got notes. So let's get through the rest of this. Dysfunctional podcast. Um, so you, <laughs> Woody Stevens, thinks the universe is a dong. Mm-hmm. I think the universe. Well,
1: it's more of a testicle than a dong. It's it's more like a sphere than a cylinder.
0: So and you're changing I've, your I've, story.
1: I've I hey you know what I'm able to adapt. Yes, <laughs> I've gone from penises to testicles
0: his cosmology is evolving <laughs> yeah so uh, yeah and i'm kind of a flat universe kind of on the fence um it's a
1: two-dimensional fence um oh. <laughs> hey, why hey uh, i gotta got a, I got I joke okay speaking of fences we like jokes. Uh, a, a big moron and a small moron are sitting on a fence the big moron falls off but the small moron stays on how did the small moron stay on the fence no offense to any morons listening he was a little moron (laughs) (laughs) all right
0: let's move on (laughs) and let's wrap it up (laughs) so (laughs) i i was looking for a segue into uh, the the horror cinema ghost videos segment, uh, somebody thought that was a bright idea to do. Um,
1: well, you were talking about the white hole video, and then I interrupted you.
0: Yeah, it was uh, um, a video on white holes, which um, it sounds dirty. It's not. It's the opposite of a black hole, and that sounds dirty too. It's not. Uh, these are these holes are gravitational singularities. Erwin's um, Ir- looking at me, going because <laughs> he wants us to get to our program notes on horror cinema.
1: I want to say though, it sounds like he's saying water. Like
0: he's he could be. Like- are you saying water? No. Saying horror, hey, can you come and say it in the microphone? (laughs) No, he's not going to do
1: that. Are you sure he's not asking about the uh, the white holes? Horror, (laughs) horror.
0: This is (laughs) this is our our ASMR segment. Horror, horror. gonna summarize the episode thus far. What do flat earthers think of the Sagittarius A photo? Woody Stevens thinks the universe uh is shaped like a testicle and I think the universe or a is, dong or a dong. I don't he's on the fence I don't really
1: know. Yeah.
0: He's on the fence and I'm on the fence about the universe being flat. I'm not a flat earther But I am a flat universer. I think I'm kind of leaning in that way. And we've—I'm not on the fence. He's not on the fence.
1: I'm on the taint.
0: (laughs) Do we have a rating for this? (laughs) I don't know. We're like adult, right?
1: (laughs) I I was—I'll be honest with you. Before now, I've been like really like not trying or trying not to say bad things, but for some reason, they're just.
0: Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just we'll just go with seventeen plus because yeah. I think I've I may drop some f bombs here and there, and one of our sponsors Sweet. is Your Lust VPN. I mean, thanks, gosh, erwin Like, where do you find <laughs> these guys? Well, fortunately, we have two other sponsors for this program, so we'll we'll get to our sponsors here. But we're trying to dive in in this last segment. Um, about people believing things and having evidence presented to them and then just applying suspension of disbelief, saying, no, I do not believe in that evidence. I believe in my own story over your story. Um, and, okay, so I like scary movies. I don't like violent scary movies. I think violent horror is it's for... Uh, a certain niche market like slash I think form. you mean they're they're for me. Oh okay. Well <laughs> I mean there are people that love violent movies. I'm that's I'm not one of those people. That's me. But I do like ghost videos. I like alien horror, um cosmic horror. Okay. And with that we have the typical aspects of movie storytelling in play. Which is suspension of disbelief, persistence of vision, implying the motion of reality in cinema. Uh, We have theory of mind, which is what are the intentions of another mind? What does a person want? What are goals? This takes its manifestation between the movie viewer and the characters on screen, where the viewer is trying to relate to the characters on screen and the intentions of the characters on screen. And then within the story itself, there are characters like the good guy and the bad guy. And they each try to guess what the other is doing, trying to anticipate moves and, uh, sort of intercept moves, um, things like that. So we have these core aspects, um, of psychological theories that we can apply to the media experience, to storytelling in movies. So we got that. And now to that, I'm just gonna drop in this notion of ghost hunting videos on YouTube. Do you have any thoughts on that?
1: You asked me about this a few days ago. And I've been really trying to figure out what I feel about ghost videos. And it, it really depends on how you view, like for instance, ghost hunters, stuff like that. I can't get behind that stuff. Like I can't, (laughs) when it comes, when, when it comes to the horror stuff, like I generally tend to move towards the more, uh, Like I love Scream, right? Uh, See, I like those classic ghost stories. Uh, Nicole Kidman did one called The Others. I thought was pretty good. Obviously, Six Sense. I can't can't believe I didn't think of any of these. But see, that's the thing is, like, I don't really consider Six Sense horror. It's like suspense, you know. That those yeah. um, uh, Horror to me was always a little bit more like interested in making you feel the. Not making you try, it's not trying to to scare you it's trying to make you feel depressed about humanity does that make sense yeah i'm probably going to watch uh videos about serial killers or uh unexplained phenomenon or you know uh you know there's a subreddit that i follow called catastrophic failure where it's like you know they talk about like uh you know big disasters and stuff like that um train wrecks stuff like that you know um i'm more interested in the things that keep me up at night that are not necessarily like the unexplained but more like how can how can humanity do this to each other that's the kind of horror that i'm interested in is like the human the human horror and so that's why I like movies like scream i don't tend to go for the ghost stuff that, So th- that's let, what me, I was getting let me say into. this
0: you don't really believe yeah. in ghosts
1: I do believe in ghosts, Uh, but I don't believe in ghosts in that way, right? So, like, for instance, I I do have a ghost story. Um, The night that my grandfather died, I was, like, 12 or 11 years old. Uh, Our whole family was at the house the night he died. He had cancer for a long time, slow death, you know. It was the, the situation of the nurse telling my grandmother... He doesn't have that much longer to live. Tell everybody to come say their goodbyes. So he had four kids. So it's the, his four kids, their spouses. All of them had multiple children. We were all there. The night he died, I, all of the kids were asleep in the living room. Y'all slept on the living room. I woke up. I was like the closest to his recliner. I woke up in the middle of the night, and he was sitting in his recliner. I will go to my grave Swearing that I saw the ghost of my grandma, he told me everything's going to be okay. Go back to sleep. I went back to sleep, and in my mind, the way that worked was it was him. But if I had had a video camera on me, or you know, uh, any kind of special equipment or anything like that, I would not. There was no way it was ever going to pick up because the only way, only person that was ever going to was me because his spirit was in my mind. Does that make sense? Yeah. It's not I don't I'm not saying that my mind made up his spirit being there I'm saying that he came to me like I I don't like anytime I see like a ghost hunter video and I see like oh look oh somebody caught this ghost on camera or something you know I'm like first of all it always you can always tell it's photoshopped or you know what in my mind and so I just don't think that the, the tools that they use in those shows could ever actually pick up what a ghost really is, which is a spirit on a different plane of existence. And the only person who can see that ghost or sense that ghost is someone who is, for some reason in that moment, attuned to the other plane of existence. Does that make sense? No, I, I can see so, what you're saying so in 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 case of my my story in that moment i was attuned to my i was sad my grandfather had passed away so my my perception was able to perceive his ghost sitting there saying to his grandson everything's going to be okay go back to sleep um now it, you know you don't have to believe that nobody has to I actually, they, you, somebody could walk up to me, and or I could tell that to somebody, and they could be like, you know, that was just your chemicals in your brain firing in a certain way to make you feel better. You may be right. I don't know. I just say in what I believe. So I do believe in ghosts. I don't believe I don't believe ghosts can be caught on camera, kind of thing. You know, I don't believe that ghosts can be picked up on, you know, computer computer technology or anything like that. It's a it's a it's a thing that's only perce only perceptible to a person a group of people that are some for some reason in that moment attuned to the other plane of existence okay
0: i mean i can respect that it makes sense though why you don't you don't like ghost or supernatural horror movies because yeah if you if that sort of logical sequence is your world view then you're watching a movie going well None of this could possibly ever
1: happen or be real. (laughs) And I don't want to say I don't like them. I mean, I just gave you a few examples of why I like that. I just say, like, if you're talking about what kind of horror movies do you like, I'm going to struggle to find a a ton of ghost story movies that I really like. Whereas, you know, I can tell you a hundred zombie movies that I like or a hundred, you know, slasher movies that I like you see what i'm saying it's not my it's not i there are ones that i like but these are the ones that I really gravitate towards the the more i say i said zombies but the more like uh the man this is a good way to explain it it's not something paranormal that's that's evil it's humans are evil yeah humanity is what's wrong yeah that's the real horror. Yeah, okay. Do Flat you, earthers. Do
0: you think zombie movies are just a modern interpretation of the slasher movie?
1: Uh no, I mean zombie movies, I think I'm trying to trying to think of any that doesn't fit this mold. But generally zombie movies are just a criticism of consumerism of uh groupthink stuff like that, you know, yeah. like I mean, everyone, all the ones that I'm thinking of right now, except for some of the more recent ones that are just basically just there to be monsters, but, like, the real classic ones are always, like, some kind of criticism of humanity. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah, I buy that. I think zombie movies are su- super popular today. Like, we've, mm-hmm. there's more zombie movies out now than there are ever been over the last say 10 to 15 years. Yeah. You can also say the same thing about Alien Invasion Sci-Fi. Uh, but it's just interesting, these horror movies that become popular in Scream, like you mentioned, uh, was popular for a time. Now it's coming back, or at least they're trying to bring that trend <laughs> back. Um
1: it, Yeah, the first the the recent most recent one I didn't like. So-
0: yeah, I I didn't see I didn't see it.
1: Yeah, it was not that great.
0: Yeah, so this meditation on horror cinema I think is in some way a meditation on like you said humanity, hum- people can be scarier than supernatural. How does the dehumanization of a monster occur?
1: We'll just take zombies for example so in a zombie movie the the hu- the humans turn into zombies whenever they get infected by the the group think right uh you know and we can we can kind of tie this back into flat earther because like i don't think that people i don't think anybody that's a flat earther was like as a kid was like uh you know, oh, I think the earth is flat and I don't care how much you teach me in school that it's round. I think it's flat. I think it's it's a uniquely like uh, adult thing. You know, they get to be an adult and they're so they, they get around people that are kind of anti authoritarian bent, you know, and they're like, you know, uh, well, if you know, I, I don't like I don't like people telling me what to do or what to think. And so I, I, I'm i gonna listen to this other person who, you know, honestly, they're telling me what to think, but they're not the man. So I'm gonna tend to agree with them. And they turn into zombies. They, uh, you know, they start believing in all kinds of crazy conspiracies. I mean, I'll be honest, to me, I, when I think of flat earthers, when I think of QAnon, people like that, like, I think, I don't want to say they're harmless, but they're not as harmful as some people make them out to be. Um, but I do, you know, I think that that's what zombie, zombie, especially like uh, Romero zombie movies. Is that They're more about consumerism, like, you know, like, it, I mean, it's classic in uh, Dawn of the Dead. Like the whole movie takes place or most of the movie takes place inside a mall because it's. You know, it's about how, like, it's, you know, there's this critique of the zombies. They, everybody comes, all the zombies come back to the mall because they just, as humans, they bought, bought, bought. So when they're The Walking Dead, they come back to buy, 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 you know, kind of mindset.
0: I had this thought, the early days of YouTube. So this is probably like, what, 2006, 2007? 2007? Mm -hmm. It was just starting to get big. So not that early, but YouTube becoming popular. And I had this thought and I have this, I have a background in anthropology. Um, I know that there are people all over the planet that have supernatural beliefs, beliefs in spirits, ancestors, deities, things like that. And I just had this thought, if UFOs are real, we're going to start seeing more videos of them with modern technology. And I had the same thought about ghosts. I said, if ghosts are real, we're going to start having video proof because the cameras are everywhere. Mm
1: -hmm. The
0: resolution is everywhere. The internet is everywhere and that information can get upload, uploaded and spread. And, And of course, Are some faked? Yes, of course. But my argument is we can't really argue that 100% of those videos are faked. And it's because human art at a mass level is not that good. But even, let's just say, 98% of those videos are fake. There's still 2% are likely to be real in this argument.
1: I mean, I understand that. I get it. I'm not saying that you're wrong. It's just, how do I say this? Um, I think that that argument is maybe a good argument in like 2011, 2014, right? (laughs) I remember when I first the first deep fake video I saw, I was like, this doesn't look that real like I can see the difference. But I've seen recent videos like I saw a recent video where somebody had, you know, there's this rumor that uh, uh, Tom Cruise was going to show up in Doctor Strange as Tony Stark of another universe. Right. Um, And I've seen I saw a video where somebody had taken Tom Cruise's face and head and put it on. Robert Downey Jr.'s Robert Downey Jr.'s body from Iron Man movies, and I was, I even though knowing that it really is a, a deep fake, like I'm watching it, and I'm going, man, that is really good. Um, it's the technology is is getting better and better to do that stuff, and it's becoming easier and more accessible, just like you talk about with. Cameras are everywhere. Resolution's better. You know, that technology to be able to fake those things. That being said, I watch a lot of... I I consume a lot of video content, both on YouTube and TikTok and Twitter and Facebook. Well, not so much Facebook anymore. Um, And I've seen videos where there's things happening that I'm like, if this is fake... Which you know, I tend to believe it is. It's really well done. It's really well done fake. Um, I think of one just recently where there's a big thing on TikTok for some reason that keeps popping up on my my for you page. Um, uh, of you know, have you heard the term skinwalker? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's supposed to be like an evil entity that basically takes over somebody's body or some, possesses them or something, or steals their skin or whatever you know right um I saw one recently where they were saying that this this man realized that his dog was no longer his dog skin walker and the dog was like walking weird and stuff and it was just that perfect mix of the video was just the right low resolution <laughs> and just the right weirdness of like the way the dog was walking and stuff that you kind of that I kind of looked at it and was like yeah, that doesn't I don't know how they did that. It doesn't make sense. So I, if they fake, if it's a fake, I don't know how they faked it, but it doesn't make sense. So, yeah, it could be real. I don't know. The technology plays tricks on our eyes. Yeah. You know, uh, it can be used to purposely fake things. It can be it can be an accidental fake. Um, again, I believe in ghosts into a, to a in a certain type of sense. Um, so to me, anytime I see anything like that, I, my mind immediately goes to, there's an explanation. We just don't know. We don't have all the details, even things that even famous photographs or videos that have never been explained. In my mind, there is an explanation. We just don't have all the facts. We don't have all the evidence to, to show us what is real and what's not. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, no, it does. I think I was thinking that on the the subject of ghost videos specifically, we kind of place ourselves in the context of the flat earther Mm -hmm. that says, you can give me evidence and I won't see it.
1: Mm -hmm. Okay, I see what you're saying. You're trying to turn my words back on.
0: Well, no, (laughs) I'm just thinking,
1: because we
0: can go back a little bit, but we can apply this to some of those other things that you mentioned earlier in the podcast about economics, about politics, about some of those other things that sometimes people believe things and you can give them all the evidence to the contrary and they'll still believe it. Yeah. Yeah. So in this conversation, if I'm arguing for the validity of ghost videos, you're saying, well, you can fake it. There's all these things that might offer a more practical explanation.
1: So in order to save my, my dignity, in order to, to, to save my... What am I trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> to to uh, recover some of my dignity or something. I'll say this, like you said, like uh, 98% can be faked and 2% can be real, right? You said something similar or even 1%. Yeah. I was going to say, I would argue more towards 0.5% or 1% could be real. Like I'm never going to discount the whole notion of that. There's, I mean, I was raised in a Christian home, right? I still harbor Christian beliefs. To some extent, you know, I still have faith that there is a higher power that that not in my mind, not necessarily governs our life, but can affect our lives. Um, so I'm never going to say that the supernatural doesn't exist. I, Again, I fully believe that my grandfather spoke to me the night that he died. Um, but... I, again, my belief is so much that I don't know that we can physically capture that on film, capture that on video. Um, If we do, it's so, again, I've seen videos that are like just that right combination of certain, the way the weird thing is happening, the, you know things that shouldn't be there there are videos out there that I, that like would make me question my belief that most of it that you know 100% of it is fake um but it's it's more like 0.5 to 1% that I think could possibly be real yeah okay
0: I think one of my favorite features of ghost videos are most of the time the investigators their imaginations end up scaring them more. Mm-hmm. And I think it's really funny if you just just watch those videos with the sound off. Like nothing really happens. But yet you turn the sound on and it's like 45 minutes of people scaring themselves shitless.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I think my favorite uh, ghost hunter video is night vision video of a guy walking kind of like a spooky looking house or something. And he's like saying something to the effect of uh, any ghost out there. It's me, your boy. <laughs> Just like, why would you say that to a ghost? Yeah. But anyway, um, so I, let me, let me amend something here. Cause you made a, a point or you made a comment that made me think of this. I, I think what I'm trying to say is if me, if Woody Stevens and Frisk Thornhill went out and we bought high resolution cameras and thermal imaging and sensors and like, you know, all this like really cool equipment, you know, and we went to haunted a place that somebody said was haunted and we put up all this stuff. We're not going to catch an image of a ghost. However, if we're walking around outside and I've got my camera on you and saying hey tell me that joke you told me about blah blah blah, and somehow a ghost like comes out from behind you or something i'm more of the belief that that could actually happen rather than people going to a house ghost hunters going to a house to try to find a ghost, right you see what i'm saying yeah because i think like you say nine times out of ten it's their own imagination that's oh oh did you see how the wind kind of blew that. I mean, I got, I got security cameras that are high resolution. What is that movement on the camera? Like, does that, that doesn't make any sense. Like it's a, and then like, you know, going in it's a cobweb or something, you know, you can convince yourself that anything is anything, you know, if you want to, if you want to believe you can pretty much convince your mind of anything. Like for instance, if you want to believe the earth is flat, you can convince yourself that the earth is flat. Um, despite, Evidence pointing to the contrary. Yeah. Let's get these. Today's did uh, did Irwin fall asleep or what's going on over there? He I haven't heard from him in a while. Yeah, he disappeared. I don't know where he
0: went. I think he gave up on us.
1: <laughs> he uh, just left.
0: Yeah, he just left. Uh, well, you know, sometimes he's here, sometimes he's not. That's the way Erwin's <laughs> cat works. Okay, so today's. <laughs> Today's sponsors are Gardens. Yes, Gardens, waiting for you to turn that ugly yard into healthy food and wonderful flowers. Compost and seeds are all you need. You also need sun and water, but we appreciate Gardens being our sponsor today. Another uh, sponsor is Freshwater. Freshwater is good for your body and brain. What has Freshwater done for you today? Um, Well, for me, it helped me relate to a squirrel. I thought that was kind of cool. Um, today today's episode also brought to you by Neon Shine Fantasy Reality Sports Betting, the fastest growing online sports betting app in fantasy reality sports. What are you betting the future on today? Geez, the future? How scary is that? I don't know if I'd bet anything on the future today. Certainly not Elon Musk.
1: I I told you what I what um what the future holds. I don't know why you don't listen to me. Yeah. We're gonna we're gonna go out to space and we're gonna discover that the universe is a testicle.
0: it's that, a fourth sponsor. Your less VPN. <laughs> uh, your less VPN. Browse the internet in total privacy. You know what you want. Like what are they saying, Erwin? Like who brought the sponsor <laughs> in? I thought he left. He's he's <laughs> gonna hear this recording.
1: Oh, okay, okay.
0: So, Erwin, I don't know. Maybe we need to find a fourth sponsor besides your Lust VPN private online browser. Yeah, because that's just kind of creepy. Okay, let's wrap it up. This has been episode four of the Middle Earth Podcast. Uh, we might get around to episode five. I wonder, let's see. Hey. But, all right, i uh, thank you for listening, and I'm going to stop recording in three, two, one. This has been the Metal Podcast with Frisk Thornhill and Woody Stevens, Featuring music by One Versus Zero and sound design by Phenomenoticus. The Metal Podcast is produced by Frisk Thornhill and Erwin Scott.
1: You're gonna tell me the story about the squirrel. I kind of wanted to hear about that because I have. Oh a squirrel yeah, rust. let's let's do that. So, it, is your is your squirrel story supernatural or is it like everyday kind of? No, it's a theory of mind. Okay, let me tell you my my squirrel story. I mean, just because it's real quick and it's probably more mundane and <laughs> and whatever. So, uh, about a year ago, we got a couch and an ottoman for outdoors right out on our back patio. And about a m- month and a half ago, we noticed that it was wearing thin the Ottoman, the padding on the Ottoman. Then we noticed it was like really wide open. Then we noticed that like the padding was coming out. And we we're like, what the hell's going on here? And uh sure enough, one day I was like walking by the back window and there's a squirrel there, just the squirrel has ripped open our Ottoman padding and just started ripping the padding. It's <laughs> like, and I'm like, what is this squirrel doing? Like is it nesting yeah it's, you know, it's kind of like hey it's a nesting thing but like I've never I never realized that squirrels did that I don't know I always thought that was like a bird thing and not like a yeah. rodent no, thing I've seen that so there's a
0: squirrel that lives in a tree in our backyard mm-hmm. and it's been there several years it enjoys the apples that grow on our apple trees it's usually the first to get them. Uh, and then all summer, it's just grabbing apples as it's going back to its little mm-hmm. nest high up in the tree. So it's, we haven't had rain here or even an appreciable amount of snow for probably five months. So it's very dry. So I started leaving a tray of water out for this squirrel um, just to be a kind human being. Why? And, no, <laughs> <trying>. <laughs> so today, I'm I'm outside working, and I have a water bottle, and I'm drinking from it and setting it down, and I noticed out of the corner of my eye the score squirrel was getting really close to me, but it was moving closer and closer to the water bottle, and I didn't think anything of it at first, um, except. I started walking back towards my house and it dawned on me that squirrel was really getting close to me like it. So I stop before I go upstairs to go inside, I stop and the squirrel stops and looks at me. And then I watch it walk cautiously closer and closer and closer to me. And it literally walked probably within two feet of my feet. Like Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm not moving. I didn't I was just studying it and it was studying me because it it passes me and then it stops just behind me and kind of hunches down and literally is looking at me in the eyes. And I'm not moving. Like I start to turn a little bit and it kind of like it's a little uncertain, but it's like it's convincing itself that I'm not gonna hurt it. Mm -hmm. And so I look at it and I'm like, what? And so it started actually walking closer to me at that point. And I look at it and I'm like, aha, I know what you want. Because that tray of water was dry. Mm -hmm. There's no water in the tray. So I go, I'm like, I'll be right back. (laughs) So I go and I get a water bucket of water and I put fresh water in the tray Mm -hmm. and it, it went to drink and then that it was gone. Like it had, but it was a weird moment of cross species theory of mind. Yeah. Like it was kind of studying me trying to analyze me for my intentions. And I was studying it and analyzing mm-hmm. it for its intentions. And we both kind of looked at each other and then I'm like, Oh, that's what you want. Okay. But that was
1: my school story. So did you, Cook it or what did you do after you killed it? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't (laughs) I didn't kill it. It's
0: still alive.
1: Um, Oh no. So is mine, but that's just because I can't catch it. If it ever comes up trying to get me water from me, I'm gonna you you asshole, you tore up my ottoman. You need to pay for that. Anyway.
0: (laughs) Make you pay. You get like 10,000 nuts like on your porch.